success, beauty, love, etc., can be what you own. Define for yourself what these things mean and own it. And that's what self-love and phenomenality is. Hello, all. Welcome to Know Them, Be Them, Raise Them, a show to help busy, mindful, growth-oriented moms stay informed and inspired as they navigate their daughter's tween and teen years. I'm your host, Carmelita Tu. Join me each week to hear from experts, authors, therapists, coaches, moms who've been there, and I'll read a curated selection of articles with the author's permission, of course. Most episodes run about 20 minutes or less. Be sure to follow or subscribe and follow at Them on Instagram. So my guest this week is Lacey C. Clark, a writer, storyteller, cultural producer, empowerment speaker, and world traveler, also known as Ms. Phenomenal Everywhere. With wisdom, grace, and passion, Lacey inspires women of all ages, including tween and teen girls, to stay true to themselves. Her beliefs in self-love and empowerment are reflected in her thriving brands, Phenomenally You, Phenomenal Everywhere, and Sisters Sanctuary. Collectively, the brands impact the world by providing inspirational messages laced with self-esteem-boosting content. Lacey has a program specifically tailored to college-bound teen girls called Phenomenally You. Its 8S Empowerment System highlights several areas to discuss with girls to help them navigate life in college and beyond. Even though it'll be several years before my daughters reach that point, I found Lacey's personal story and insights to be engaging and helpful, and I think you will too. Here's our conversation. So let's jump right in. What got you started on the path of focusing on young women's empowerment? I'd love to hear a little of the backstory. Sure. So my journey as a young woman was me being inundated with the images from media that made me feel insecure and inferior. Like I couldn't Mm. ever live up to what they were saying I should be. I had the media that was so impactful in my life as a young person growing up. And that was really influential on me questioning what does it really mean to be, you know, a it woman. And and as I was consuming the media, specifically media that was highly sexualized for women, I was trying to figure out, well, where do I fit? Because I never really kind of had this sexy model type. That wasn't really my thing. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yes, I have to jump in and say, not seeing someone that looks like someone you want to be that's really, uh, it, it's a little bit of a mind, you know, bender. <laughs> I realized as I evolved and became more of who I, who I was to become, it was really about me finding my own voice and my own presence and my own stance. I realized that not only had I struggled, but people who come up after me struggle <laughs> with the same concepts. Yeah. And so I wanted to create a place where young women can cultivate self-love. It was really about creating a sanctuary from all the negativity and the negative words and the things that people say about women and young women. So that's what I, that's the journey of how and why I started. You know, what's wonderful is that you had these feelings of insecurity and not knowing how you fit in, and then somehow were able to overcome those feelings and then go on from there to um, want to help others who are experiencing similar issues or, or challenges. So how did you overcome those low self-esteem feelings and depression or insecurities? Um, 
a lot of it had to do with me defining and finding my voice or this thing that made me great or phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times we compare ourselves to, well, the definition of being a woman is to have this Coke bottle shape. (laughs) The definition of being a woman is to look like this. Right. Yeah. And it's right. like, and I think that those things are beautiful. You know, that they, they have their places, right? But there are also other experiences. And so for me, it was about finding what made me feel like I was a whole being. And what I had to offer was my voice. You know, I had went to school for theater. I had went to school for drama, and I was all into the arts. It was understanding all of those things about myself and learning those things about myself. Um, that helped me to understand that I have something to offer the world. Mm. So that's what helped me overcome the, well, if I don't look like this or do this or be this the way they say I should do it, then I'm not valuable. You know, there's, um, I had a previous episode with a, a guest that I actually read a blog post of hers. She's a coach. One of the things she said was telling your kids that they need to feel like 100% beautiful, it, it can sound fake if, if it's a blanket statement. And so for them to tell themselves, I am perfect, it may feel false to them. So a way to get your kids to feel that self-love, it, it resonates with what you were saying with find a thing that they can be proud of. Find a body part that they love. They may not love their whole body, but maybe they love their eyes. So I love that you say similarly with your life, you can acknowledge that you don't fit whatever society is saying you should look like or you should be like or your grades should look like, et cetera. But find those things that you love that give you a sense of fulfillment and and be that. Be passionate about that. Be proud of that. In learning, you have the power to define what those things mean for you. Mm. Because when you look at a society and the culture that says this is one way of being and when you actually expand that way of being, success, beauty, love, etc., can be what you own. What is it that feels organic and true and honest? Define for yourself what these things mean and own it. And that's what self-love and phenomenality is. It's, I'm defining my success. I'm defining my, self, my self-image. I love that. So I guess what, what advice would you give or have you given to teen girls and, and tween girls too? Like it's just some core tips that you know, if you could talk to your younger self, what are you saying to her? Great question. I just got to keep edifying the self-love concept because I think that it sounds kind of esoteric, right? You know, really valuing, loving, honoring, embracing yourself. Now, what does that mean? It means that as a young person, you are in a dynamic of peer pressure. And it's social dynamics, right? Like, okay, well, where do I fit in this area and what makes sense here? And I think a lot of times when we're in those kind of places, the big thing specifically for young women, specifically for women, is comparison. I'm not as fill in the blank as the next person. Um, so my advice uh, would be about really embracing what is there to love about me and learning what there is to love about me is what you edify, lift up, Again, I have Phenomenal U, which is an 8S empowerment system for girls who go to college. One of the S is sisterhood. And the sisterhood S is important because it says that you can actually compliment another woman as opposed to Mm -hmm. compete. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That means if that young woman is good or that young girl is good at, I don't know, let's just say braiding hair and another person is good at styling, you could actually come up with a whole image consultant experience. You know what I mean? Because, <laughs> wow, this person does hair, this person does fashion, and we work together. So it's that kind of thinking as opposed to, oh my gosh, she's so good at dressing and I'm whack at fashion. Okay, well, you may not be great at fashion, but you may be great at nails. Or yeah. this person may be great at science and this person may be good at math. Well, this person is, you get, you get where I'm going. Right? Your percent. Yeah. The point is look for opportunities to complement other young women, other girls. And so that's part of the S of sisterhood is not about constricting and competing because if you're not great at painting or you're not great at singing, no need to compare yourself to your weakness. Right. And and I'd say that probably even goes for whether you like something or not. You know, there might be something that you don't like to do. And, and if you compare yourself trying to do something you don't like against someone who adores it and wants to do it all the time, it's just kind of an unhealthy situation, right? You're being inauthentic <laughs> and showing up. For, yeah. Right. And you think, yeah, you're totally being inauthentic. And you think that that thing that you don't like to do, that that's the thing to do. It's like, that may not even be the thing to do. So the point of the matter is, it's like, again, grabbing on to your authenticity. I love that you said that, like, you know, grabbing on to what feels organic or cultivating what feels organic. You may not necessarily know as a young person, you know what I mean? Mm. But cultivating mm. that. Mm-hmm. So this is a good segue into, you mentioned the empowerment system and the eight S's. Uh, what led you to work with or focus on girls who are transitioning to college and those later teen years? Great question. My work in general over the course of the last 20 years um, really had different niches of young women and teen girls. The whole point was empowering young women. But I actually wanted to target the college and college bounds of population because they are the next leaders. Mm. And I wanted to actually help young women be private successes. Mm. So it's the whole picture. Oftentimes, we have a lot of women who say, you know, we're chasing that career carrot. And now that I'm all of these things that they tell us is success, how do we feel about our whole experience as a woman? Do we mm-hmm. feel proud if we are parents? Are we healthier parents? Do we feel whole and healthy around being a woman? Like, this is the whole experience of being a woman. And so I wanted to focus on creating women who were private and public successes. That's the journey for the college-bound girl. And so um, that's, that's the general gist of why I targeted that population. You know, it, it's so interesting because I, I really think that uh, hopefully there's a, a shift that we as women and we as a society are leaning into. But for so long, I remember feeling like in high school and in college, these are the boxes you checked to be considered successful. But none of it had to do with how did I feel? Did I have boundaries? Was I emotionally balanced, mental wellness? So bravo to you for identifying this. And I I, I have chills thinking about like, it's so important. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I think the whole woman, right? They did never taught us about the whole woman. So the definition of success, we know we're trying to compete. And this is what they say we should do. And then we do that. I'm success yet. It's going to be like all of these things that we're taught. And so the ADS empowerment system provides a framework to help um, parents and young women hold from 
um, the essence as inspiration and as a blueprint and a launching point. So that 8S experience, like you said, talk about sisterhood. We talk about self-respect. We mm. talk about success. We talk mm. about smart. We talk about social media. We talk about service. Ah. So it was like all these essence that um, when you talk about what kind of lifestyle you want to lead, you want to check back in and say, well, do I feel like I am practicing self-respect if I make this decision? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I feel like I'm in integrity um, with how I'm navigating my relationships? Mm-hmm. And, and so the mom and the parent can pull out an S and use that as a point of conversation over the week. Hey, how was self-respect for you this week or today? <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> how was that smart for you today? We talk about safety in the first six, um, important part about safety and how it has to do with self-love is intuition, right? Mm-hmm. That's a serious thing for women, the intuition and being able to trust our gut. But because sometimes we don't have that cultivation or we're told, oh, that's why you should listen to that. You know what I mean? We don't really trust ourselves. Right. So oftentimes we can feel energies and we can feel things that are coming if we are conscious of ourselves. So stuff like that. So it's an opportunity for parents and young women to really have a framework um, as they continue to evolve through life. I think as a parent, I hear you talking about these concepts and all of them. I'm like, yes, that's so important to talk about. But the things that happen in life, whether it's their activities or their schoolwork or my own personal stresses or family drama, all of that gets in the way of kind of remembering to, to have these conversations. So I love that you've created this framework because, yeah, I see one of my goals as a mom is to introduce these ideas to my daughters. But it does feel a little piecemeal sometimes like, oh, right, I, re- I read an article about dating and consent. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, when, it, yeah. okay, I'll tell them about it someday. And then it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And that was a year ago, you know, so okay. I can see the value in a, in a framework, which is, which is awesome. So is this like a online course? Is it a book? Is it something that the teens take or the parents take? Thank you. You have asked that question. So actually the end user is the girl. Mm-hmm. Several different uh, components. So there's ebooks and insight from phenomenal U ambassadors who actually went through, you know, the ADES empowerment system about how they were able to use it on college campuses themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's ebooks, video series, affirmations. So the young woman can mm-hmm. put her headset on and hear some affirmation. Um, there's worksheets. The way that I would suggest using it is that, you know, you can actually pull out an ebook, consume it as a parent. Um, and then, you know, pull out talking points and then you can actually give the ebook to the young woman and then she can pull out, um, talking points and you guys can continue to exchange. Okay. Um, something that came up for me was, have you noticed anything or have you learned anything that you think parents or moms could do to help support their daughters in this journey? I'm just curious if there's, uh, kind of learnings you've had from your teens, like, you know what? I wish that my mom did this, or I wish my mom didn't do this. Great. And that, yeah. Great question. Love that question. Love that question. The first thing that came up for me was listen. Mm. <laughs> listen. Like listen. seriously and, listen, right? Yeah, but I think the thing you just keep saying that's really powerful is that as a parent, um, you are in this survival mode, whether that's food on the table and, you know, hey, didn't you learn about this? And I teach you about that. Hey, don't do that. You know what I mean? And so I would just say that 
I think all human love to be seen and heard, right? All human love to be seen and heard. Mm. And I think that's not different for your daughter. So I think, um, you know, ask some questions or get some answers that may be on her heart or trying to, you know, come from her heart. I would say if I would reduce everything, I would say, listen, create opportunities to listen, um, create opportunities to really hear what she's processing and, and thinking about the world. Um, you know, I think when you create that space, that soft place, that vulnerable place, that um, authentic place for you to listen to what she has to say, I think it just turned the relationship. Mm, so good. I'd like to wrap up with an affirmation or quote that you'd like to leave with the listeners, something that stands for what you believe in or is maybe just a favorite. Mm, so I've got to go back to self-love again. <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. <laughs> You're worthy of your, of your own love. Mm. You're worthy of your own love. And I think a lot of times, specifically as women, as girls, you know, society conditions us to love everyone else. Um, and to like give verse to everyone else. And I would say we are worthy of our own love. Mm. So the love that we put out in the world or the giving that we put out into the world, breathe and really give that same love to ourselves. Whew, what a grounding thought to end with. I'm so grateful to Lacey for generously sharing her story and wisdom. Here are my key takeaways from our chat. Number one, society and the media will send your daughter all sorts of messages about who she should be. Help her find something she identifies with, something about herself or a skill or an activity that she feels proud of that makes her feel good. That spark can help ignite and fuel self-love. Number two, remember that we get to define what success, beauty, love, etc. look like. Our culture might tell us it looks one way, but we have the power to change that definition. Define for yourself what these things mean and own it. Number three, comparison is a mind trap for many women and girls. Try to shift comparison thinking towards thoughts of what is there to love about me and encourage your daughter to do the same. Number four, teach your daughters that we can complement each other rather than compete. Celebrate not just their own strengths, but others' strengths, and see them as opportunities to collaborate. This concept is covered in one of the eight S's in Lacey's Phenomenally You, the S of sisterhood. Number five, Lacey's best piece of advice for parents is to really listen. All humans love to be seen and heard, so create opportunities to really hear what your daughter is processing and thinking about the world. And number six, as moms, as women, we often love others first and prioritize others' needs. So take a moment to recognize the love and generosity you put out into the world and give that to yourself. If you're interested in learning more about Lacey and her work, you can visit phenomenallyyou.com. That's phenomenally hyphen than the letter u.com. She's also on Instagram at Lacey C. Clark. Lacey is spelled L-A-C-E-Y, then the letter C, then Clark. These links are in the show notes as well. Thanks for listening. Your support means the world. If you liked what you heard, remember to subscribe, share with a friend, and leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
If you're on Instagram or Facebook, follow at Nobi Raise Them or look up Nobi Raise Them for inspirational quotes, tips, and reminders to help you show up for yourself and your daughter the way you want to. And feel free to DM me with comments, questions, feedback, or if you just want to say hello. Again, I'm grateful for you and applaud you for listening. And here's to strong women. May we know them, may we be them, and may we raise them.